Is this your ketchup with the broken lid? Sure is. I don't have roommates, so. Clean your spout ever? Come on. <laughs> we don't use ketchup. Oh, look you didn't even shake it. Water <laughs> run off. Ugh. That's on you. everybody, welcome to Tender Friends, the only podcast about chicken tenders and chicken nuggets. I'm Michael Walker. And I'm Eric Wilson. Today we welcome Nicole Azuka. She formerly worked at Pop Sugar as... Uh, I was head of food at Pop Sugar. Head of... Well, damn, so that's I, different. So I created a lot of recipes and right. a lot of... A lot of sparkly, weird Oh, you desserts. did the recipe creating there. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Recipe creating, producing, and then cool. all the weird lifestyle content that we created there. Yeah, yeah sure. Cool. Yeah. And then you moved over to Tastemade, where we met. Mm-hmm. And you're a branded content producer, regular editorial producer. You kind of just, you wear many hats there. Yes. My job is to find weird, cool things and then create content around it. That's so exciting. Do you travel for Tastemade? I do. She travels a lot for Tastemade. <laughs> Where's the weirdest most unique place or food you've had along the way? The weirdest, the coolest place, weird, cool place I just went to. It was called the Tree Zort. It is a treehouse resort. Is in, it in Portland? Or up, it's in Oregon. Yeah. It's not near Portland. It's like four hours from Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's near Medford. It's basically like at the line between California and Oregon. Um, it was incredible. It was so weird. I definitely, like when you are. It's just adult tree houses. Adult tree houses yeah. with bathrooms. Okay. Do bathrooms they, and showers and. Do oh. they have like food there, like room service that's cool or? No. No. Okay. Um, but there cool was like a was local grocery store. Tarzan style room service or something. That would be cool. Uh, to get to my room, I had to walk across like six like giant suspension bridges, mm-hmm. which I also carried my suitcase up and over the suspension bridges, which was a little scary. That's challenging. Yeah. Uh, hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so you rent it for like the weekend or a day or however or long night. you want. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a hotel. Yeah. While they also had activities. Oh, fancy. Yeah. What, what? So there were like swings and games, uh, like there's horseshoe and ping so it's pong an, an and excursion zip hotel. line and horseback riding and arts and crafts. So you shouldn't go, it's not just to go there just to stay. You go there to like have activities Yeah, there? you can have activities. Okay. That's pretty that, cool. No, it's, it was a cool place. That's I fun. Would, I would go back. My boyfriend was a little jealous that I went without him. <laughs> that does seem like a fun romantic, you know, test our limits weekend, you know. Okay, <laughs> so, so <laughs> most of the tree houses had like bathrooms with doors and like real situations where, you know, you could actually exist. The one that I was in... Uh, had like a queen size bed that was basically like jutted right up against the tree and then a twin like bunk bed in the room. So it was clearly meant for like a family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there was just a toilet at the foot of the bed with like a (laughs) sheet that like didn't go all the way around it. I mean, you are living in a tree. Yeah. When I was in Thailand, that's how a lot of the rooms were. Yeah, it just, if you're staying there with, like, a significant other, you get close real fast. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's how my girlfriend and I, when we were in Thailand the entire time, we were like, thank God we've been dating for, like, <laughs> six years, because there's an open bathroom everywhere. Yeah. In every room. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm going to Italy, or I guess this episode, yeah, I'm going to Italy tomorrow. You're, you're, oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Tomorrow. Um, 
So I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about like the toilet situation. I've never used a bidet. Oh, you don't have to use it. Yeah. I feel like it, y- you do. No, use it. I mean, you I'm should. I'm just saying you should. It's just like you don't have to. The people are like, I'm not using that toilet. It looked it's like, like no. I mean, look, the pictures of the hotels and stuff, it looked like they were all bidets. Sure. Well, normally so. there's like the toilet and the, the bidet next to it. Yeah. Well, it depends. Or, right? Because it's like in, in Thailand, there's just a hose connected to the <laughs> toilet. In Japan, it's included in the toilet. Yeah. yeah. But in Europe, it's a lot of time, it's like next to the toilet. Okay. It's like, oh, there's all different kinds. Yeah. But you should try it. I mean, yeah, yeah, you I'm should. I'm going to try you it. You should. Yeah, You're going to fall like, in love with it. I feel like we've it. talked about this before. Yeah. I'm a huge um, bidet fan. Do That's, you have a bidet? My, I don't have one. My boyfriend has a bidet. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, but our friends, when we came back from Thailand, said that they were like, we're probably going to get one. Yeah. He loves it. I don't really use it. Once you use it, like, you, <laughs> would, you know, why would you're going to fall in love with sure. it? Sure. But it's like, I don't need to buy one. That's the way to my heart. Um, well, this conversation got interesting. <laughs> um, so when traveling, I mean, not even just for tastemate, and traveling all over the place and eating, like, mm-hmm. what is some of the weird chicken-related stuff you've had, and, or if any? Have you seen any, like, weird chicken? Because we're always, like, lo- like wondering and, like, huh. looking for, like, variations on the chicken tender or just, like, f- I guess fried chicken is hot, but, like, we, it's got to be boneless for us. We're trying yeah, to find, I'm- like, nuggets and tenders. I don't know that I've seen any super weird variations. Yeah. How weird can you get with it? Um, I mean, you could cover it in like crushed insects, I bet. Ooh. We should, that would be fun. Let's do that. (laughs) We just made, for 420, we just covered them in um, Captain Crunch, Doritos, stuff like that. I made a ramen crusted chicken wing way back when. Go on. That sounds like my cup of tea. That was, it was actually published on the Food Network. Oh, okay. Flex on them. Food flex. Yeah. Um, I did it as like Korean fried chicken style, uh-huh. so twice fried. So okay. I basically like battered it, fried it, then covered it in crushed ramen, and then I used like that little MSG packet uh-huh. to like make the extra sauce to like oh. cover it. Deep fried it a again. Sauce it with that? Yeah. Ooh, like a glaze? Yeah. Okay, mm. here's what it's I'd like, like to do. MSG then. glaze. Let's, let's develop a tender together like that. I think, yeah. I next... Think- uh, you know, homemade contest or like whatever yeah. we need to do. Like, I think we, we want to have you back to make you, it. Yeah. Although we now said insects, so I'm kind of insects a little bit like harder to get like, him to get on board with. Like I mean, hey, if we're gonna just tenders, I'd be done with that. He wouldn't. I would have those. Though. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm going to Italy. Maybe I'll have like a <laughs> an awakening. <laughs> it's not going to change it. I'm a very picky eater. eater. Uh, but maybe I don't. Who knows? We could do like a fun chef episode. Yeah. Or I feel like you could also like cheese stuffed tenders. Mm. Like lots of milk. Does that freak you out? No, I just don't think I'd be into it. Yeah. Too much cheese uh, is in my jam usually. Eric has a... In things. Uh, he's like a limited, uh, he's a limited like, palate. You don't like opening things up with that gooey pour? I don't, which that's is like, weird. I know. That's, that's like that's, the that's, internet like that's loves that. That's ideal food porn. Yeah. I know, but uh, I'm just not like a gooey kind of guy. I, I, more, more so the mess. I, I like cheese. I like pizza <laughs> and, and pasta and that kind of stuff, but... Just the mess of the goo. Um, so this week on the show, we did a place called Boo Boo's. Bubba's Boo Boo's. I'm gonna say Boo Boo's. All right, let's let's say that. Uh, it's part of Alt Grub Faction, which is a digital food court. It's a virtual v- virtual food court. food court. The brainchild of Chef Eric Greenspan, who we'll get into a little more uh, a little later, but. This place is one of like four places. I think it's four. In this virtual food court, which basically means you order online and uh, they bring it to you. So it's basically Postmates with a limited selection. 
Here's yeah, what kind it sounds of. Like. It's like it's like imagine if Postmates was created by one guy and he was like, I'll make a bunch of different stuff in for a place it. downtown and he'll deliver <laughs> anywhere, regardless yeah. of how yeah. hot it should be when it arrives. It's like soon. a, it's like a small, it's like a craft Postmates. Sure, yeah, it's craft yeah, yeah. Postmates because it's all his restaurants. Yeah, you know? all four of them. That's yeah. a delivery conglomerate. <laughs> right, exactly. He's yeah, he's yeah, he's the he's the Netflix of food. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so this was your suggestion. So yeah, uh, talk about it. Well, I picked it. Well, I've always I've always wanted to do it. I've known about yeah. this for a while. It started uh, with uh, I think a restaurant called Chino's, which is a Chinese. It's like the was it's that like, the first one or was it was the. I don't know if it was the first breakfast one. Breakfast sandwich. Was the breakfast? You know what? The breakfast sandwich breakfast was sandwich the first was one. The first breakfast one. sandwich started on Postmates, I think. I remember mm-hmm. it being like a Postmates only thing, and I was like, "Ooh, that's cool that he does this now." Because, well, we'll get into it. But I was a fan of his previous restaurants. Then the one that I saw making all the headlines was the image of the orange chicken burrito cut in half. I guess also we should say chew warning because we're chewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't normally. We always like to give out a chew warning way too late. <laughs> Um, well, it is delivery. <laughs> right, sure. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, um, we are eating on air. Eating right now, actually. But now at this point, he's got four places. So it's like fried chicken and burgers, uh, Chinese food, um, the breakfast sandwiches, and then there's one more, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> Let me look it up. Uh, and the last one is, oh, yeah, okay, so there's two, yeah, it's two breakfast. It's Brekkie breakfast burritos. That's one oh. of them. And then the other one is two on a roll breakfast sandwiches. So the two on a roll is, I think, the first one. Yeah, the sandwiches were the first one. Um, But yeah, there's also one for just breakfast burritos. So it's those four places. Um, And uh, Boo Boo's just birds and burgers, fried chicken and oaky style burgers. Let's see, you can order uh, chicken tenders that are pickle brined and deep fried. They're $9 for four, $16 for eight. We got a bunch of different dips. Um, You get to choose one. The extra sauces are... $1.50 $1.50 each per extra sauce. Mm. Wow. That's hefty. Mm. That is. Uh, wow. I'm blown away by that. I didn't even pay attention when I was ordering. <laughs> That's crazy. I was wondering why it was $38. Well, okay, so let's think about it. We've got, what we got was 12 tenders. We got an eight piece and a four piece because they only offer them in those two numbers. Um, just that. And then I guess we got three extra dips was $38 total with delivery charge, tipping, all that stuff. And I got free delivery, actually. So there's like a service charge as well. That's pretty expensive. But also, if you think about it, 38, what's 38 divided by 12? Um, Three. Three points. Not exactly. Roughly three. Yeah. So, I mean, like, look at, let's look at these tenders. They're pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're pretty big. I mean, like, look at the, you know. Yeah, I'd give it a size point. I would give it a size point. Um, and I would certainly... Give it a, an appearance, a color point. I would give it a color point, yeah. But also, four and eight, what do you think of that? I mean, I'm down for that. Quantity point? Yeah. Um, eight tenders is a good quantity. How much was eight tenders? Eight tenders was $16, so that's $2 a tender. I mean, if you if you go to somewhere right, like Dave's, their extras are two, like about two for. I'll give it one. Sure. <laughs> I think that's it, though, for now. And should we give one for them uh, being innovative in the uh, virtual food court? Oh hell yeah! Market. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the okay, first. Well, we this is the right first time that. we've done a place. A, this is the first time we've done a place where we got it delivered. And B is the first place that we've ever been to that's yeah. only delivered. 
that's so cool if you think about it. The term virtual, weird. virtual food court, that's pretty, I don't know, I think that's neat. Well, start, part of like why he started doing that was he had a lot of restaurants, which you know. Yeah. And then Mare, which is our favorite. Yes. Uh, expanded really quickly. And then all of them sort of shuttered at the exact same time. I know, yeah. And I think he, it was, he closed like six restaurants all at the same time. Because mm-hmm. um, he had three Mare's. He had the grilled cheese restaurant. And then he had the Jewish deli. Yeah. Um, well, he also, doesn't he have something to do with, uh, there's a bar in West Hollywood. Yeah, he's still at the roof on the, the Wilshire. But there's another bar too, isn't there? There's like oh, a maybe. he he was consulting on a bunch of projects. Uh, yeah, right. And, I feel like know, I saw his name all over the place. He's just everywhere. Yeah, spreading his beautiful grilled cheeses. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think sort of after that, he got a little burnt out and a little like saddened by the real estate market and what it does to restaurants. Yeah, I mean, I believe that. I can't imagine the Mare in West Hollywood was cheap, or the Mare on Melrose was well, like that cheap. Was, that was his old restaurant, the Foundry. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So he had the foundry on Melrose for a really long time. Um, and then once the foundry closed, he actually divvied that space up into three different spaces, yeah. which became Melrose Umbrella Company. Then he had Eric's grilled, Eric's, uh, Greenspan's grilled cheese, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. turned that hidden back courtyard into Mare. Well, Mare was the best space I've ever been in. Yeah. I think. And I was super bummed when it closed. He'd never... You never heard of it, have you? No. It was cool. It was like... So he had this grilled cheese restaurant. It's called Greenspan's Grilled Cheese and it was all different types of grilled cheese. So you would mm-hmm. go in there if you wanted to go to Mare, you walk through the grilled cheese restaurant, through the kitchen, through the back where all like the workers hang out. Mm-hmm. And I think the, probably their meeting room, right? I think like the front office computer was there or back office computer was there. And you'd go through like a door that had a moon on it, go up a staircase and then at the top of the staircase you were in this like unbelievable, beautiful ca- courtyard like restaurant. Was, was it supposed to be that hard to get mm-hmm. to? Yeah. It was like a speakeasy. It was like, it was like you didn't know about it. If you didn't know about it, you would never know it's there. Wow. But it was like the, That's cool. It was the best. It was such a cool looking restaurant. And the food was awesome. Oh I God. thought it was great. The bread was amazing. The bread was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And they would like put it on that paper because mm-hmm. it was like, it would always fall apart all over the place. And the whole Branzino. Yeah. The whole Branzino was dope. And yeah. then anytime that you got any of the hot pots, you could get the unlimited eggs and noodles. Oh yeah. Those eggs were really good. Too. I know. <sighs> I wish it would come back. So are these his only four restaurants now? Um, he is huge with Weight Watchers. He's the face of Weight Watchers right now, or one of the faces of Weight Watchers. All right. So I think he's busy with that, right? And I I see him on Food Network quite a bit, doing uh, guest judging and participating in like the celebrity shows and stuff. Yeah, I think he was on Guy's Grocery Games recently. Um, Olive's drinking water. (laughs) We have to call that out every time this happens. Um, yeah, he was on Guy's Grocery Games. He's on that uh, uh, quite a bit, I feel like. I feel like I've seen him on it like at least four or five times. Yeah. Um, so that's great. That's really cool for him. I mean, I can imagine that's part of, I'm sure there's more to it than just like becoming busy with TV stuff, but I can imagine that as you become more busy, it's probably a bit harder to run these restaurants. Yeah. He's also a dad. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah, He's a family. Yeah. 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 I would, I would probably do the same thing. I get it. Like at this point, if he opened a new restaurant, that's his life. That's another, right. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas this, he can oversee it and maintain it and manage it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, it's a cool concept and Plus, it lets him incubate concepts. Right. Oh, that that's he could, true. Like, you know, if one of these really takes off, he could turn boo-boos into a brick and mortar. Right. Yeah, yeah. He looks like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I got a picture of me with him from like five years ago. I'm just like this little wiener boy. Like, <laughs> I just Googled images of him. So I'm just... <laughs> he does. He kind of looks like you guys. <laughs> similar, although he, he lost a lot of weight we recently because years. he's doing Weight Watchers. 
Mm. Like that's why he's like the. F- I, I could imagine that's why he's the face of it, right? Because it worked out really well for him. Hey, yeah. Weight Watchers, I'm down for a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can we can work together to make a Weight Watcher tender. I mean, he's he's kind of the king of stoner food. Yes, it seems that way. He does the grilled cheese. He does fried chicken. Have you had his pancake lasagna? What? I've never so, even heard of that. Th- th- so this was like the first time that I met Chef Greeny is he came and made us pancake lasagna. And it was it was so crazy. It was like layers of bacon and sausage and then pancakes. And then he made like a maple bechamel sauce that he poured on top of it. And then he made this whip. He basically scrambled eggs threw them into a blender with a bunch of heavy cream and like made whipped egg frosting. Wow. Essentially. And so he like layered all this up, poured like maple syrup over it, like let it set and then baked it. And it was like, it was one of the best things I've ever had. Was it ever on a menu anywhere? Yeah. I think it was at the roof on Wilshire and it was at maybe... The Foundry? I don't know. It, it, he, it was on a couple different menus. Damn. I would love to try that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. This guy sounds like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Oh, no. Certainly. The he recipe does. Is, is up on Pop Sugar. Oh, is it? If you want to watch it. <laughs> Pop Sugar uh, Club. I'll yeah. take a little look. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's great. So, we talked about the place. When did, when did this place start? Um, I can look. Like a year? Yeah, I mean, it's like I was I was working at Tastemade when I saw the first press release about it, so it was within the last year and a half. And all four opened up at the same time. I don't think so. I think well, like the definitely the the breakfast roll. Oh, you said that was his first restaurant, right? but that was like kind of different. Mm-hmm. Like it was at that point, I guess a one off because he didn't have all four of these. But then as he made these, he kind of branched out on his own, and now he's doing this virtual food court thing. But then four of them popped up. Like within like a month of each other. Yeah, I mean, like it, it all started pretty fast. It's all probably the same kitchen space, right? Mm-hmm. Here's an article from December twenty first, two thousand eighteen, about the virtual food court concept. That, yeah, it says it launched in December two thousand eighteen. Okay, so fairly new. Yeah, this this one is. Yeah, I mean, and look, they're well, I can't turn the computer right now, but their press releases are great. Like their pictures of all their food laid out, like it all looks really, really good. So let's talk about these tenders then. Yeah. We got 12 of these bad boys. Yep. Um, and let's talk about how they make them and what, what kind of... Uh... Oh, yeah. You said that you had looked up some oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. I was... So in my research and like looking at this, sure. plus I got all the press releases too. <laughs> yeah. Um, when they were coming up with these recipes, they actually strive to make them, wrap them, and then see how they would be 45 minutes later. Mm. Like they weren't making their recipes just to make recipes. They really knew since it was like a complete delivery service, yeah. they wanted to see how the food would hold up. I love that. It Very important. It did hold up. It did. It did. I mean, you you hadn't gotten here yet, but when he when he had just got here, he was like, this is going to be so cold. There's no way this is going to work. Yeah. But I was more worried about the sog. And there's really, it's not soggy it's not at soggy. all. Look at those boxes that they came in. They're big. Yeah, but those airy. are, I guess, I guess. But there's also, I've definitely had soggy food in those. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Those are like pretty standard boxes. Yeah. I don't part know. Part of it too is if you, cook the food too hot, then it's going to steam inside the right, box. Yeah, exactly. And that's when it gets really soggy. Yeah. Um, so I read, I don't know if it's true, that he sous vides the chicken tenders first. Yeah. Which is you vacuum seal them and then you sort of cook them so that the inside's cooked to the right temperature in a hot water bath. It takes like, well, probably like what? These probably like were like 45 minutes, right? You do it at like well, a low temperature. Well, you sort of do it at a low temperature over a long period of time so it brings the 
it cooks the inside of it, but it keeps everything real moist and real tender. Yeah. Mm. And then he flash fries them before he sends them out, which would make sense. Did you so, say, and I don't know if, I don't know if it's sous vide in pickle brine? Well, it says it's a pickle brined chicken tender. My guess is that they pickle brine it, take it out of the brine, rinse it, rinse and then it, sous vide it. Probably. Because like if you cooked it in like the salt brine solution, I feel like it would be kind of gnarly. So Maybe not I though. Don't like, I don't know. This is no. The only reason I feel like it's not cooked in the brine is because they don't taste very pickly, like briny to me. So I've made a lot of pickle brine chicken. Yeah. Um, and done it that way where you brine it and then you take it out. You sort of pat it dry. Like you would pat it dry before you cooked it anyway. Yeah. But you still leave a little bit of that liquid in there because that's what's like in, like that's what's making the tender so tender. Sure, sure. Um, but even when I like dump extra salt in there and make it like a super briny brine, it doesn't always come through in the chicken. Yeah. Because most, most brines are basically just salt and water. For sure. No, so I just feel like cooking it in the brine would make it like... I don't know if it was pickle. I just feel like it would taste more pickly. I don't taste any pickle at all. The first time I did it, I wanted mine to be like super pickly. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't ever that pickly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you wouldn't even, can you tell? Cause you don't yeah, like it. I taste, I taste it, but, okay. I, but it's, um, mixed so well with the spices and yeah. the chicken that I, I don't mind it at all actually, which I usually do. So I want to give it a preparation point. A preparation point. <laughs> sure. Because it and and then uh, I would give them a point for the scientific uh, research they put into Science to, uh, to uh, making sure it delivered hot and fresh. You know, yeah, that's for sure. Not easy because they were all the way down near USC, and um, that's like forty five minutes away. Yeah, for sure. I, that's it's so pretty probably crazy. tested their limits of their experiment. But well, if you think out. about it, they only have that one spot. So they're going to have to... I do to, think about it, yeah. I think about it all the time. I think about uh-huh. it every day. You know, there's probably people ordering that in like Santa Monica. I don't know. Palisades. Ooh, Fancy crazy. Palisades. I wonder what the circle of their there. delivery is. I know, yeah. I don't um, know. Out here, though, this is pretty far, so I can imagine that it's... So what do you think the prep time for these are? What do you mean? Like, if it's if it's doing a slow cook, and then a flash fry obviously takes... is Flash is quick. They're but probably brined for like... 12 to 24 hours. Yeah, I'd say brine for like a day. And then they, you probably sous vide it for one to two hours, right? It's not that thick. Well, so the thing about sous vide is that it's a, the water bath is at the internal temperature that you want your Oh, so you just chicken. have to wait for so it to get to just that. Just get to that, and then you can leave it in the water bath as Forever. long as you want to until you're ready to cook it. That's crazy. That's so like alien science. It's, it's like, actually a thing that happens in a lot of kitchens, and especially with steaks and stuff like that, because then you can get your steaks to the perfect temperature mm-hmm. and then just sear the outside so you have that perfect like crisp on the outside of your steak, and wow. the inside is still like juicy and moist. That's in. literally like in a science fiction movie when you go in, they go into the warehouse and it's a bunch of tubes of people. <laughs> And yeah. they're like, break this one open. That's like what that is, except for with Fry tenders. a skin. Yeah, fry it now. So they would have like a huge water bath full of all the chicken. That way they, they can fry it a couple minutes yeah. to get each order out the door. Well, that makes wow. sense. That's crazy. That's a smart idea. That's very smart. That's I hope great. this is how he does it. Yeah. I, I, read, so. I mean, if not, or, you know, if not, feel free to steal this idea, Eric. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, Please. You're welcome. Courtesy. I, I want to know the more about these... Yeah, it's what, tenders. Do we know the spices or anything like that? Well, there's definitely whole peppercorn in it because okay. I got one in my throat. Um, but I love, I love whole peppercorn. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of a spice to it. 
Uh, I do want to give it a tear point. Yeah, for, I mean, let's say tear point, and then it's quite obviously very quality chicken. Sure is. So let's give it that. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm going to say that it's probably, I mean, obviously there's spices and stuff, but it's not breading. It's flour. Like these are flour breaded. Yeah. Fried with whole peppercorns. And then there's some sort of, like you can see like darker specks too. Like if mm-hmm. you look at it closely, I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell what spices though. The peppercorn out overpowers it for sure. But it's good. It's got a good flavor. Yeah. Like the breading. Flavor point. Mm-hmm. You gotta. And then... You gotta, Olive. Let's <laughs> think about, given the fact, I mean, like, are we counting, are we considering delivery in to a crunch point? Because I think they're still even pretty crunchy. I do think they're definitely really crunchy still. Yeah. So let's give them a crunch point. Crunch yeah. point. And, which is even more impressive since they had to deliver that. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, it's very think impressive. Think of uh, South City Fried Chicken. We did them a couple weeks ago. It wasn't even crunchy from the time we got it at the counter to the time we got to our table. I know. It lost the crunch. Oh, that's sad. Twenty. It was like a 20-step walk. Yeah, it was. They put it in a bucket, and it wasn't ventilated, and they just smashed just, all the hot chicken. Yeah, they like jam the cardboard down into it. Bummer. It was all right though. They weren't that bad. Um, How many chicken tenders does Olive get? Oh, as many None as today. As many as people want to get them. They're I think there's still more you. up there. There are. I want some. Um, what sauce is that one? Um, this is the ranch. The wait. I think it's the ranch, right? There's a this ranch. This is the lemon right. here. I want to try. Is there any that you haven't tried? Okay, so this is the ranch. This was the lemon, lemon parmesan peppercorn, right? Yeah, this is the Bourbon honey mustard. Honey they mustard. really love peppercorn there, huh? Yeah. They sure do. Barbecue, so then this must be the mayo. That's Yeah, it's got to be the maple mayo. They are really crunchy. I can hear it. Yeah. As I awkwardly it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. So impressive. You've accomplished quite a feat, Eric. <laughs> I like that he focuses on stoner food and he doesn't try to like do anything out of his world. Like, did, did Amari? Is it Amari? Amari. 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 Um, Amari Stoudemire. Uh, <laughs> did they have like st- like steaks and burgers and like that so kind of stuff? Or it was what's, a smaller what's, menu. Like his, it was Southern Italian. Can I finish my fucking sentence? What's like his range of food? Like chicken tenders to what or? Grilled cheese to what? Um, I think it it was Southern Italian. Yeah. So Foundry was actually like, they had more elevated food at Foundry. Mm-hmm. But he clearly like made a name for himself on grilled cheeses. Yeah. So this and is his niche and he's just sticking yeah, to it. Yeah. So he sort of, he can do everything. Yeah. Like he can cook elevated food. He can cook beautiful, nice food. Yeah. And Mare had a lot of really beautiful foods that mm-hmm. were not stoner foods. Most definitely. But- like there's quite often a long wait there because it was popular. So and if it was so popular, why did it shut down? Because the rent was too. It high truly right? was that high. Yeah. Like I think there was a lot well, of probably factors. A, it was not really. That, well, no, it was he right after. Or Mare was doing really well, and then he opened two more locations rather quickly. One mm-hmm. in Silver Lake and one in Santa Monica. Um, and the space in Santa Monica was huge, as was the one in Silver Lake. And a lot of what the charm of Mare had was that it was a small, intimate, hidden gem kind of place. Sure. Um, and Silver Lake rent and Santa Monica rent is not cheap. Yeah. Um, so I think he just stretched himself too thin between yeah. all of these different things. So mm-hmm. he like had a good idea and then got ahead of himself. Yeah, got yeah. ahead of himself. One thing that I like that they did at Mare is that it was a very busy and it, there was generally I would I would walk in a lot because we live so close. 
there'd be like a 30 to 45 minute wait, but they had like a little waiting area with like a foosball table and stuff, like a nice little area you can hang out in. And they would bring you little trays of grilled cheese and pass them around mm. for free. Like oh, they, they also gave like, cocktails. And cocktails, yeah, if you wanted. They would make like sangria and stuff. And it was all like free. They'd pass around little uh, grilled cheeses. It's a fancy little place. It's a fancy little place. Mm-hmm. Wish I would have seen it. Yeah, it was great. Bring bring back Mare. <laughs> um, it's that that Perlo's Pinero just closed. The place that went into, oh. so it's back it's open. Weird that that's like a. It's it tough seems like right a now. Good place to have exactly that. <sighs> Rent on Melrose, people. though, you know. Yeah. Yeah, drunk people. You know, though, where are the drunk people on Melrose? They're at Melrose Umbrella Company because I'm one of them. Oh, that's true. I keep forgetting that that's there. <laughs> that and the dark room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're missing Snake a spot. Pit. Snake Pit, too. Yeah. yeah. We did Snake Pit Stenders. Mm-hmm. Good oh, times. Well. I didn't know they had food. They uh, do because <laughs> we ate it. <laughs> we ate it. But that's the only time I've ever had it. Um, okay, <clears throat> I, I want to share one grilled cheese thing yeah, that sure. Greeny taught me. Cool is he made a Thanksgiving grilled cheese for me. Mm-hmm. And it was like turkey, all the leftovers and everything like that. But what with the bread, he took like a big, thick slab brioche. Then he put pieces of sage on it, slathered it in mayo, and then covered it in uh, Parmesan cheese and threw that down on the grill. Yeah, that sounds really good. It was, I had never, first I had never thought to put mayo on the outside of my bread. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like, that's, that's like the like biggest secret. That's like a clutch move. Yeah. Then to do the Parmesan, which like lacquered on to create almost this like pretty like stained glass with the sage mm-hmm. so that you had like that little bit of crispy, toasty sage mm. with like crispy cheese yeah. and melty mayo. It yeah. was unbelievable. I know. Yeah, I feel like my sister used to do mayo on the on the grilled cheese. That's like a Midwestern secret. Yeah. Um, sounds, like, sounds like it originated <laughs> in the Midwest. I know. Uh, I didn't know about it until I was in college. My roommate was like, you don't put mayo on your grilled cheese? And I was like, what's wrong with you? But then he did it, and I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. It really changes it. All right, so... Uh, Speaking of mayo, oh, yeah. let's get into Sauce Corner. Corner. Sauce Corner. This is kind of a bigger one. We have five, and there were more options available, but I didn't pick the other options because normally when they're... It's like kind of like a like a supersize me type idea. If there are eight sauces, we get eight sauces. Like it's like a you just if they're there, I have to get them. What were the other sauces that got missed? Let me tell you. Well, so here I'll run down what we had and then I'll tell you what's missing. Um, so this one is their house ranch. This is what they call LPP, lemon, black pepper, and parmesan. Uh, this is their maple, honey mustard. Nope, bourbon, maple, mustard. This is a spice tangy barbecue. God, I'm nailing it. <laughs> this is a tangy barbecue, and this is a maple mayo. So those are that's the five we got. The ones we did not get are the garlic buffalo, blue cheese, salsa verde, almond pesto. That's it. That's it. They just like didn't. I mean, those are wing sauces too. The what the yeah. additional ones. Some of these are the lemon pepper one is a wing sauce. Um. But yeah, I, I just like they were they didn't salsa verde didn't really seem very applicable. I could see a wing no. tossed in it, but like I'm not I don't know. I'm gonna dip all my tenders in pesto from now on. <laughs> I mean, it would probably be pretty good, right? Yeah. I love like a fried chicken pesto sandwich, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I just didn't get it because they all. I'm glad I didn't. I didn't notice it at the time, but they were a dollar fifty each. That's wild. <laughs> so first off, to start off sauce sauce corner, I'm just gonna say that that's the that's the driving factor of me being upset right now. 
is the fact that these are a dollar fifty. It's just the first negative thing I have to say about this place. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. That what's the margin on this? A dollar fifty per sauce cup? Like this sauce cup has to cost them five cents or less. It's wild. Uh, but whatever. I get it. You're a business. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> so yeah. So got a whole shot of bourbon in that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what, based off of these five, which one is your favorite? I like the maple mayo. Okay. I, I think my favorite is the barbecue. Really? I don't like the barbecue that But much. let's go down in a, let's go down a, we'll, we'll end on your favorite. So we'll do house ranch. Okay. Let's, uh. I have to remind myself what they taste like again. Right. Same. The house ranch is really, really mild. It kind of tastes like sour cream dip. That's what I was going to say. It tastes like a Greek yogurt-based dip or a sour cream-based dip. Yeah. Um, which I don't hate, but I don't know. It doesn't have a lot of flavor. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of flavor. And I'm also, I'm a thin ranch guy. I don't like when it's thick. I like like the watery ranch. No, oh, I like thick ranch. And this is, right, yeah. You're one or the other, yeah. uh, but this is not thin, so it doesn't it's win the really other. It's not really thick either. Yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of there. Um, I guess it offsets the spice of the peppercorn nicely. Right, yeah, it is nice. So, so much peppercorn. My throat yeah. is on fire. <laughs> really? <clears throat> yeah, that is, it is a lot of peppercorn. Yeah, I should have sauced it. Um, the next one was LPP, the lemon pepper parmesan, which I enjoy. It's pretty good. It's really, it's kind of parmesan-y, a little lemony. Again, this is a wing sauce, not a dipping sauce, really. Yeah. But it's good. It goes with the peppercorn it's again. It's good. Need some um, celery. Yeah, yeah, like that would, this would be like a really good ve- vegetable dip. Yeah. Um, the maple, the bourbon maple mustard, not a fan. With a whole shot of bourbon. With a whole shot of bourbon. But I do taste the bourbon. Yeah, I could actually taste the bourbon. I don't really like bourbon flavored things, unless it's bourbon. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. It's also separating a little. Well, it has been sitting. Yeah, this is not my favorite. There's just something about it that I don't like. It kind of tastes like when you go into a bar and it kind of smells like alcohol and you're like, nah, it smells like alcohol. That's like what it kind of tastes like it looks to me. that way too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then the fourth one is this spicy barbecue. No, tangy barbecue. Sorry. And it's my favorite. It tastes like, it tastes like um, the sauce that you get with banh mi. Like that, it does sauce. taste like the It might sauce. just be hoisin sauce. That's why... It doesn't taste like barbecue. Now that you said it, it tastes exactly it's bar- like hoisin. I feel like maybe it's the two blended, or maybe it's just hoisin sauce, but it's really good. I love hoisin sauce, so it's like, I don't know, whatever. I think I like it as hoisin sauce. I don't like it as barbecue, though. Sure, that's fair. Um, and then your favorite, maple mayo. Eh. I feel like the maple mayo just has the most flavor. That's fair. I feel like none of them have a, a, a overwhelming amount of flavor. No. And then like the like the ranch, this sort of offsets the peppercorn. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How do you feel? Like, would you give any of this points? I don't know if I want to give any of them points. No. And it's like part of me is kind of saying like maybe I kind of want to give them points just for having such a big selection, but like also nah. Because they're a dollar fifty. I would give them a point for having a big selection and it's all homemade. But they're a dollar fifty each. Yeah, but well, if you get one with your yeah, fair. I would give it one sauce point overall, and I'm not even really in this game here. That's fair, but 
That's a lot of sauces. I don't know why. It's, we'll fix that. <laughs> Do they give you two for when you order eight? Like, I feel like you should get one sauce per It doesn't say, yeah, it just says. Wings. It doesn't say on the menu. Well, do you have the receipts? See how much they charge us? Oh, they definitely charge us extra for... Yeah, but how many extra? Three. Mm. Then no. Yeah, then no. Probably not. Then if you want the sauce, you should just get two four-packs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Save yourself some... Save yourself a dollar fifty. And that, my friends, is what we call... Fat hack. So we gave it a flavor point. We gave it a crunch point. We gave it a quality point. Mm-hmm. Chucky Meat Mouth... Uh, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, I'll give a chunky meat mouth point. It's a, ch- it's a little point we like I to give like called chunky meat mouth. It's when, <laughs> if a tender is thick, sometimes we get a tender that's like so all white meat, you get like a lot of like just good white meat bites. We call that chunky meat mouth. No sinew. No, no sinew. No, no, but there like, is bad chunky meat mouth. There's bad no, chunky okay. meat mouth. That's Which the caveat. Is gross and, and uh, filled with cartilage and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Pretty much, it's, it's, almost, it's like either way. It's like our shalom. It's hello and goodbye. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> it's our it's aloha. good or bad. Some this time it's good. So yeah, you want it nice and smooth. Well, yeah, we, exactly. yeah that's an awful way to describe chicken. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. you nailed it. That's what we're going for. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I I I think we touched on pretty much everything. Is, does anyone have any any other thoughts about these chicken tenders? I mean, I will say uh, I'm pleasantly surprised by them. Yeah. Yeah. Did we give it a terra point? I feel like you brought it up, but I don't know if we gave it the point. I don't remember bringing it up. Maybe you had that conversation in your head without me. <laughs> yeah. So, tear sure, point. Sure, tear point. And a if nice. not, it's, it's worthy of 13 points. I mean, it's like I could find right another one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that... What's your highest rated chicken? Highest rated chicken is 19. That's a Howlin' Rays. Um, that was horrible. You didn't like Howlin' Rays? No, I just tried the really hot one when you left it on the counter. Mm. Oh, it that's did, right. You were there that so day. It didn't work out so well for me. Yeah, which one? The hottest one? Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a YOLO moment, and the YOLO moment did not go well. Hey, at least you... Coworker of mine had the same reaction. <laughs> at least you acknowledged the YOLO, and you went in head on. We had a coworker that swiped one, thought Ooh. he was being sly, swiped oh, one, no. and popped the whole thing in his mouth, and it, it was either the hottest or the second the hottest. I thought he was going to die. Oh. So what happens when you steal food. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with this place. I'm glad we finally did it. This is some quality chicken. Yeah. Uh, well prepared. Super. Um, and I, I really love that they, you know, if what you're saying is true, Nicole, that they prepared and, and really made themselves ready for delivery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's important. awesome. I'm pretty that's sure that is gonna, true. I mean, it has to be. If you're, if you're a quality chef like Eric and you are doing a place that's delivery only, obviously that's something you need to take into consideration, I'm sure you know, find a workaround for. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, and he's, did. he's doing it, yeah, yeah, most definitely. So that's what I'm most impressed about. I love the flavor. I love the quality meat. Um, definitely Tender Friends approved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, just overall, I was very surprised by the whole idea of this virtual food court. The only thing that should be holding you back from this is price. And, price, it, and, yeah. it, and it's like, I, I get it if it is, but like also it's worth the money. But I'm just saying like it is expensive. I do think we were a little generous on size point here. Um, you think so? But, uh, sure. But they were good. They were a good size. I will say that they, they have these tenders on the menu. They also have a chicken and waffles on the menu mm. and you can get fried chicken. It is all boneless. Sure. But this is the only tenders. It's all just like boneless white breasts. I wonder how a waffle travels. Yeah, that's, that's next time. Because I'm mm. definitely going to order from here again. They yeah. probably keep them separate. 
What are you, the waffle and the, the yeah, probably. Yeah. But how do you still keep the waffle from not being cold or soggy? Yeah, I mean, that's waffles have a well, short can't water bath of well waffle. Well vented. If you make yeah. them crispy and then you give them room to like vent off the steam, mm-hmm. they probably do cook them and then like let take them, them right sit. away. No, I think if you let them, because if you take like a really hot waffle and you put it in something, then it's going to steam itself. Yeah. yeah. So you have to like let it sit and crisp up. Sure, sure. And then you put it in a... And then, like, maybe... You, like, it's a, like, how do you keep it hot? Do they have warmer warmers in their carriers? Oh, Who knows? Yeah, I didn't... He, he, and that, that bag was, was, he was, like, was stapled yeah. pretty <laughs> interestingly. When, when, when he was here, I said, take a picture of the driver. I got a couple Jokingly, pictures of him. You got pictures. I got a couple. <laughs> yeah. I I don't, we don't know what we're going to do with those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll print them out and For put them on my private drive, account. My driver wall. Uh, oh, yeah. Every driver I've ever run into. Yeah, I have, like, a lot. I have like 12 of the same Domino's delivery. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think, so they're ending with 13 points? 13 points. That's over average. For boo-boos. 2.2 points over average. Babas. Mm. I don't know what this it's is It's boo-boos. Called. B-U-B-U apostrophe S. That reads as boo-boos to me. Yeah. Babas. Babas. Nah. Babas. Nah. Babas. If that's how you pronounce it, then that's shame on them for calling it boo-boo. Like, it's boo-boos for sure. All right. I'll say so. But anyway, I'm about to put in another order <laughs> for some more. Um, anything else you want to add to th- about this place? I'm good. What about you, Nicole? Yeah. Cool. Let's. Uh, what do you got to plug? Anything you want to plug? Anything? Your Instagram? Plug. Your anything? Oh, I mean, if you if you want to see ridiculous foods, mm. a lot of ridiculous foods yeah. and some fun travel stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at Nicole M Izuka I I Z U K A. On Instagram, yeah, I, I I recommend it. You're yeah. always going cool places. I see all the stuff through here, and you post a lot of really good content too, like for every place that you go to, oh, thank which you. is good. I feel so. like our, our listeners are mostly falling into like a, the foodie category. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like our like this is your ninety percent foodie, like ten yeah. percent travel, but I'm like around the world foodie. Sure. I feel like our demographics would get along. Yeah, for sure. This is a match made in chicken heaven. Yeah, oh. <laughs> more chicken content. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being on this episode 89. Next week is episode 90. We have a big surprise planned that I don't know about. That's true. I have episode 90 planned all by myself. Uh, Connor Garrison will be joining us, um, and we're going to go to several places in one episode uh, to celebrate our 90th episode. That'll be next week. I'll be in Italy. Um, I'll be here. And you'll be here. Sleeping. So uh, if you need me, hit me up on the Amalfi <laughs> Coast. We have a couple listeners um, in Italy. We do. Yeah. So uh, just a couple, and I will find yeah, both bring of them around. while I'm there. Um, so, yeah, so tune in next week for episode 90. Um, and then episode 91 will be with uh, our friend Austin Higgins, who was on the Snake Pit episode. Um, and we're going to talk about our trip to Italy because we're going together. Yeah. And we'll have a lot of food pasta conversations. You, you trying to drop where we're going? Is that a um, well, we're going to be talking about Italy, so you know where we're going to go the Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're gonna do. They just debuted some new tenders. Yep, they're so spicy we're Olive Garden, and so. I'm gonna compare real Italian pasta to Olive Garden, and because uh, it'll be a day after I get back from Italy that we we'll record that episode. <laughs> You're gonna be so tired. Uh, it's gonna be a very exciting two weeks for us. Uh, so tune in then, Nicole. Thank you for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Follow us at Tender Friends Pod on Instagram, Tender Friends on Twitter. Like, share, subscribe. Give us those five stars. Um, and that's it. Okay. Bye.